0: This is podcast number 443, and I'm Libya, your host, and this week we have returning guests.
2: Hi, I'm Tom. I'm Executive Director of Screenwriting at Azusa Pacific University in Los Angeles.
3: Hi, I'm Greg, TV enthusiast from St. Louis. I'm back, (laughs) y'all.
0: Why? Why? Why are you so country (laughs) all of a sudden? Sorry, go ahead.
4: (laughs) Hi, I'm Allison, and I write reviews for Weedonopolis. Hi, I'm Yi Sun, and I'm a costume designer and TV enthusiast from Los Angeles.: Thank you guys for showing up again this week. Uh, let's start
0: off with the news. First up, we have that insatiable has been canceled after two seasons for the five people watching that. Uh, <laughs> Bosch has been renewed for uh, season uh, final and season seven, season seven and final season. Mm. So at least they're going to conclude the story. Um, the Mighty Ducks, which has been rebooted or restarted for Disney+, Plus, is getting uh, Lauren Graham as the lead, and Emilio Estevez has agreed to come on as a guest star, a reoccurring. That wasn't quite clear. but uh, they,
2: they, they got him full on. Oh,
0: right. so he's re- reprising his role from the original movie. Um, Avenue 5 has gotten a season two pickup, much to Tom's chagrin. Oh,
1: you're kidding! That's like, <laughs> that's like one of
0: the that worst shows is tripe, it's 100% it's terrible. tripe. It's <laughs> wild, it's, I, <laughs> I can't Wow, remember. tell us how you really feel. Okay, <laughs> uh, The Godfather of Harlem, which is by the way a good show, uh, has been renewed by stars for season two. Um... Martin Freeman is joining the cast of a show called Angeline for the Peacock streaming service. Uh, Sex Education has been renewed for season three on Netflix. And 30-something sequel has cast Chris Wood. And you guys and people going, who the heck is Chris Wood? He's from uh, Supergirl. My Super, I'm on yeah.
2: Supergirl. So... And Mr. Melissa Benoist.
0: <laughs> yes, that's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom. What is your news? It,
2: oh, the, the name for the spinoff, by the way, is Thirty Something Else.
0: Oh, okay then.
2: Okay, ABC is renewing The Good Doctor for season four. CBS is developing a CSI revival series. No,
4: <laughs>
2: that show <laughs> it was it on for five like thousand years. Ago. Ago. <laughs> Why? Um, Loki, Loki has added Gugu mabatha Raw to the cast. Uh, the Turner Ooh. and Hooch Disney Plus series. Has cast Josh Peck to play the lead, and Matt Nix from *Burn Notice* and *The Gifted* will write the pilot and executive produce. It got a straight to series order, by the way. Uh, NBC has picked up *Superstore* for season six. Netflix is negotiating to continue *Lucifer* for more episodes beyond season five.
0: Yeah, I heard. About which is going to be two?
2: Uh, it's going to be split in half with two eight episodes, two two pods of eight episodes, but they want more than that. And at Showtime, Taika Waititi and Jude Law are going to team up for a limited series called The Turn," with uh, Taika directing and executive producing and Jude Law starring. And evidently it's a satire with Jude Law playing a quirky film director. Gee, I wonder where they got that idea from.
0: <laughs> Taika <laughs> finally... Waititi just writes autobiography stuff.
2: <laughs> and according to Liev Schreiber, even though Showtime canceled Ray Donovan, he may return somehow. Well, that so, seems like a rumor. I, yeah,
0: I didn't report that.
2: It's a I feel, Schreiber. Yeah, I feel like Star- he's just saying,
0: yeah, he's, just, he's starting the rumor himself. Like, that's not news. <laughs> that's just him saying, yeah, my show's totally going to be back. I have no authority whatsoever to say that. I don't own it, but sure, all right. No, that's not news. All right, let's start off with the shows. First up, we're going to talk about Doctor Who. And this week's episode was uh, people sticking fingers in places they don't belong. (laughs) Uh, It was so gross. That was so gross. He just like puts his hand out and all his fingers come off and they just stick in people's ears like...
4: just that alone. Don't forget they float across the room so menacingly. That well, was yeah, extra creepy. Well, the, I was okay with
0: them floating up until they went in the Ugh. dude's ear. And then once they went in that, I was like, eww. <laughs> and apparently, oh, they could have gone in worse places. That's true. And then they were just like, and now <laughs> you will be stuck Small in your. Favors, you know. <laughs> now you will be stuck in your nightmare world. And apparently these immortal people collect nightmares and feed off of them. Um, and I was wondering where this was going because all the companions were getting different visions and seeing people and I was like and then the dude creepily showed up on the TARDIS I was like how did he get through the TARDIS defenses like they don't explain that the TARDIS uh, famously has crazy crazy defenses that prevent people from doing exactly what that dude did and they gave you no explanation that he how he did it But whatever this show That's is totally ignoring all the rules all the rules are just thrown out yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean other than that obviously glaring issue, I did like that the doctor had to go up against two pretty powerful beings. They set they set the beings up as being crazy powerful very early. So I appreciated that. The only thing I didn't like was the doctor seemed super scared. Like where's the arrogance? Where's the I'm confident I can defeat the bad guy? instead of let me quiver in a corner, Doctor. It was weird. Well,
4: I I think think with his um, experience, I think we're supposed to believe that he's been shaken. He's been shooken. He's like... um, That was a joke. Um, I think that his experience with the Master and, like, the last few episodes, he's, like, altered, you know? He keeps making... She, sorry. She (laughs) keeps making comments. They? I don't know. Uh, Truly, they they should be called they. There's so many of them. Anyway, um, he... She, my goodness, she um, keeps making references to like, oh, I'm talking to myself. Oh, my companions aren't here. Oh, and then like when everyone went off, you know, he seems very forlorn, a little lost, kind of melancholy. So, I, it doesn't that didn't bother me so much. But again, you're not wrong that like they're just kind of moving away from everything that I think we know and love about Doctor Who and. I mean, maybe, you know, if they're doing it in the name of, like, development or, or growth or whatever, I'm not down for that anyway. Um, but I will say this, um, and with no disrespect, um, you know, I, I, it's a compliment, that I felt like this was certainly a message episode, a little, like, after school special. And I I appreciated that yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't pandering or saccharine or you know. I thought it was it was poignant, and I thought they did it well, and I thought they wove it in really well because oh, you, you know the it whole, had the mental health issues. It was Yeah, the mental health issues. You know, um, they it was they showed different perspectives, <clears throat> different ages, different reasons why someone might feel that way, um, and they wove it pretty seamlessly in with the whole. You know, wet willy finger nightmare business, and you know, <laughs> I think really that like... finger? that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, no, seriously, I mean, it's so. It's my point is the contradiction, the juxtaposition of something so creepy, weird, sci-fi e, and then grounding it in something um, you know very real and topical and uh important for sure i thought they did a nice job with that in terms of tone and subject matter but in general I, here's i am i'm gonna say this and then i'm out uh I really am annoyed that, like, they absolutely. I was just talking to someone about this. Instead of showing us a lot of stuff, they're just telling us. And a good show should just show us. Like, the doctor literally runs around and is like, here's what I'm doing now. And this is why I'm doing it. And maybe, and then they throw in an obligatory, oh, I'm talking out loud because my companions aren't here. But really, I'm telling the audience what's going on because I'm too, the script is too lazy to show you. So for me, the whole show has gone gotten really watered down because they're just I feel like they're not trying that hard so I mean I'll watch the show this episode was certainly better than the last few um and I like that it really had nothing to do with history it was very sci-fi very you know monstery whatever it was creepy to watch so I liked it but overall I'm not a fan of the show like I used to be
0: that's that's pretty yeah. accurate. I have
4: to say that I agree. I agree, especially with the neurotic
1: narration that was driving me absolutely up a wall. It's like yeah. since when does the doctor do that? That was driving me nuts. But yeah. I have to say that I the the To be the fair, Tennant's doctor
0: has done that before.
1: But, yes, but, but it's a lot, it's every episode. Yeah, it's like, and it's constant. It's it's like you know, I mean, it's not just little little musings here and there. It's this this obvious narration because again, it's like she's she's just turned into into you know, mount exposition here. It's we can't show you, so we have to describe everything. So and yeah. and it's very very obvious. My other issue with the show is that I don't think it was subtle in the least about the message part. I did feel like I was watching an after school special. Um, It was almost like taking my medicine for what was good for me. You know, oh, give me the message, please. And and also, I just, you know, part of what was important about the show was caring enough about these characters to be concerned with the things that they were afraid of and the things that weighed on them emotionally. And uh, it just underscored for me... The the failure of the show to properly define these characters in any way, um, I just didn't care about what they were afraid of. I didn't know what they were afraid of. It made no difference to me whatsoever. And I couldn't invest myself in right. their feelings about what they were having nightmares about.
0: I'm, I'm not going to argue with any of that. Let's move on. Uh, that's all pretty accurate. But uh, we got to go on to the next thing. Uh, so, I mean, this is a media, I would say in the order of the episodes, I would say this is a mediocre thumb sideways. Um, next yeah. up. B minus, uh, B minus. Let's talk about This Is Us. And of the big three, this is the third part of the big three where we spend time with Kate, who is, I have already articulated my least favorite of the big 3. And this episode was like, this is why you don't like Kate. I was like, oh, thank you for reminding <laughs> I was me. Say, this episode proved it without a doubt. Oh my <laughs> god, it's like my issue with Kate is she's passive aggressive, she's mean, and uh she's selfish. And this episode was like, hey, remember Kate is passive aggressive and selfish and uh, yes, I do remember that. Thank you. Um but they try to make it seem like from her perspective, that people just walk all over her, and I'm like, eh, sometimes. I mean, the bo- the boyfriend is by far a jerk. Like you see the abusive stuff that's going on for no, he's, a while. He, away. He's jacked
3: up. Yeah, yeah but and, he, yeah, but he seems bipolar though. I was thinking he is, it was, he is bipolar, but still, yeah. that doesn't. Yeah, mean she, she doesn't. Enough. She doesn't
0: need to be in a relationship with him, especially her first relationship. Yeah. No. That that's that's a that's a disaster. And so I I get what they're trying to do with Kate a little bit, but they have yet to make me like her. It does and part of and like and I get the fact that she's upset with uh the husband who I'm blanking, Toby? Yeah, Toby. But I feel like everybody grieves about something in their own way and they have to adjust and deal with it and she's not letting him he has to do it the way she's doing it. You know? He has he has to deal with this trauma because it is finding out your child is blind is upsetting. And yes, he still loves his son, but he still has to deal with his image of what he thought that life was going to be, and he has to kind of grieve it and get over it. And everybody deals with that differently. And she's making it into you are going to our marriage is over because you can't deal with it the way I am, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? So I. All this episode did was, yeah, remember how you don't like Kate? This is why you don't like Kate. Here's why. Go ahead. Oh, Hello. I thought you were going somewhere with your statement. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> thought, yeah, that go.
1: sounded very declarative to me. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I I agree with you that everybody grieves things in their own way. But, you know, there's part of being an adult is, and especially a parent, where you have to kind of put that aside and be a parent, right? But that's and a learning I process. Every, a real, I, I, but, but I agree with you, but, but, not, parents but parents don't. But, his, but hold parents on, let her don't. But do parents He is escaping from his responsibility to raise the child. He's burying himself in in these exercise programs and losing weight and all the thing and all the, and this new group of people he's friends with who are clearly not friends of Kate's. Um, and and I think from her perspective and it backed back up because they have mother taking her side in this so it's not like we're supposed to to think oh it's just kate being kate um he well, really seems like is divorcing himself from his responsibilities as a husband and a father now he shapes up towards the end which is great and i hope that eventually you know they get him on the right path because i always liked toby but recently I have not been liking Toby so much will, because his coping mechanism is not helpful. But, I and, think part and,
0: but part of that is he's afraid to talk to her about it because he knows how she's going to react. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's, that's my issue with it is that she has never made it to where he can talk to her because her, like when he found, when he started losing weight, her reaction was not congratulations, good job. Her reaction was like, How could you do this to me? So why would he well, talk yeah, to her about this, anything this,
1: also, this is also I, and I agree they have a problem with kate's character from the beginning, and actually recently, there was a discussion between other friends of mine about this subject, which is that they the the only thing they ever address with kate and and no matter what other thing is going on, they always dovetail it back into this same subject is Kate's weight. Right. And no matter what other thing, it's Kate and the baby, Kate and her career, Kate and this, that, it always goes back to because she's fat. Yeah. And it, it becomes very, very tiresome. And I, I think that that's the writer's fault. I think mm-hmm. that the character could be more interesting and could I agree. be more... If they'd get off that tack for a moment. I agree. And acknowledge that people of all sizes actually have lives outside of whatever the scale says.
0: Correct. I that is mainly my issue with Kate. That is a hundred percent my they like they take everything that's bad or stereotypical about someone who's overweight and they give all of those issues to Kate. And they well. never let her grow and become better. They they mm-hmm. have her stay in the same place and that's my issue with her. But okay, I'm done. Uh Greg, you uh, have thought. Oh no Tom, go ahead. I just want to
2: add to Allison's comment. Everybody agrees. CrossFit Toby was a douche.
0: <laughs>
1: let's just keep that
2: out there. Um, the thing that Thank I was you. thinking about most this episode is is Rebecca kind of at fault for kind of screwing these kids' lives up after the dad after Jack died. Because, Why do you feel man, that? To what? Why do you say that? Because it seems like a lot of the problems the kids have start it seems like Jack was kind of a moderating influence and that Rebecca just gave a lot of them too much affirmation and not enough tough love. Mm. Because it it just seems that if you look at. She
0: didn't, she didn't give the problem apparently with uh, Kevin was she didn't give him any kind of affirmation because he ended up going to the neighbor or his girlfriend's mom for affirmation of him being a good actor. She didn't. She didn't go to any of his auditions or watch his stuff on television. She was busy trying to work. She had a job. Yeah. So I don't think that's the answer exactly. But yeah, I mean, when she goes from being uh, doing it as a team to doing it by herself, she's going to make mistakes, absolutely. And I don't think right, that's her but... fault. I don't think I don't blame her for that because she has to go from being a housewife to getting a job and taking care of the bills, and so her priorities are now different and all of those kids are at that point they're in high school they're almost they're in college they can't blame her at that point for whatever's going on that's their own thing you know so i don't know i don't blame her for that because by the time jack dies they're all about to go to college so nope I
1: think it's just a function of the fact that they lost their dad and that left yeah. them
0: all scarred in different ways. Correct. I agree with that. I agree with that. Because um, they're on the cusp of becoming adults, so they had to grow up a little fast. Anyway, let's move on. Let, oh, wait, Greg, do you have thoughts before we move on?
3: Uh, yeah, the only thing I was going to say, I, I actually enjoyed the episode. Um, I know folks had some problems with it. I enjoyed um, each of the different... Um, timelines they were going through, except for the jack and like baby Kate well I guess toddler oh, was adorable.
0: Kate adorable. no
3: toddler Kate no so uh, you know it it was really boring to me um, <laughs> all the stuff with Kate and the mom, like especially like doing the uh, getting in the pool and then doing the karaoke. I thought that was really awesome um I thought the the college age Kate you know dealing with. Her boyfriend is going to reveal some other personality quirks that perhaps we haven't seen yet uh, coming up in the future. Um, the, I guess the Jack and Kate uh, portion was a little confusing to me only because I had thought previously that there was like this this uh, tension between Kate and her mom and how Kate had said that you know I've really I hated you because you're you've always been perfect and you've been a great singer, and you've you've never had to struggle with your weight and all that type of stuff, but then, in the flashback in the story that Kate is making up in her mind, are we supposed to believe that Jack is really not her hero but her mom is was well, I that mean, I, that's
0: a, actually that was a little confusing, but I think also yeah. she's only three at that point, so she's not overweight, yeah. and she doesn't have those issues yet, so she loves both of her oh. parents at that point, yeah. And, uh, and what
1: I really liked about that scene, about about that segment of the story, is that what we what we're learning is that in you know when we get down to the core of of Kate from before all the other issues started in, she we've always thought of her as being a daddy's girl, and what we learn is that if you go back far enough, she loved her mommy. You know, it's it was just part of her. And that was really a sweet thing to to fine, finally address. Finally saying that, yeah, she didn't she didn't always resent her mother. She, there was a core of deep love there, and I liked that. I thought that yeah, was yeah. really nice.
0: I agree. All but, right, let's move on. We're really moving on now. All right, next up, let's talk about Legends of Tomorrow because uh, Tom and Greg saw that. I did not. What did you guys think? <laughs>
2: The episode title was Slay Anything, <laughs> so it was kind of a fun send-up of 80s slasher flicks with a couple of, fun, a couple of interesting twists. Um, I'm still digging Legends. I mean, aside from Black Lightning, it's my favorite of the Arrowverse slash Earth Prime
1: superhero shows.
0: <laughs> I like how you distinguish which uh, Earth were they don't take, Go ahead. They
2: don't take themselves too seriously. Nope. And it's about the characters.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a fun show. I'm not going to disagree, but it's not a, I, oh, my God, I have to watch Legends. It's not that kind of show either.
2: <laughs> well, it's
3: no flash. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Greg, what did you think of this episode? Yeah, I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, it's a you know, take on the whole flasher stuff. But they, they always kind of add these things to make it more interesting, like the fact that we're going back – To try to, you know, fix this, this person who became a serial killer and try to go back, you know, kind of like this whole idea that, you know, if you were able to uh, like the movie Carrie, if you were able to go back and not have those students make fun of Carrie, um, you know, would, you know, would she have, you know, turned into uh, like a really crazy telekinesis, you know, crazy person that could close doors and burn everyone alive. And so it was kind of cool what they did is that they you know they had to go back in time they went back to high school which are those delicate years right and then but then it was cool that they made made it that it was really Rory's high school too and that he actually (laughs) like he actually had this girl who was interested in him before he went to juvie and so we get to see them interact during the episode and I I thought that was hilarious so I I still have a I still have a thumbs up for for Legends.
0: Okay, I'm not saying that you don't. But, alright, let's move on. So, we're thumbing up for Legends. Uh, Next up, we're going to talk about Stumptown. And I finally have caught up. i watched all the ones that I missed previous weeks. And I'm up to date. So, I can talk about Stumptown. And, I I mean, I appreciate how much Tom likes it. But I have to say, I, I am only invested in decks. I don't care about the police stories. And when we go off off to the side and we go do some investigation on coke or whatever and doing a sting operation blah 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 (laughs) do not care at all i'm like the show should be about dex doing her private investigating whatever she's doing because at the heart that's all i care about and then we did like i think in this last episode we did a side story with her brother Was this the one where he was making a cake? No, this is the one. No,
2: that's previous. Uh, This is the one where Tookie.
0: Where he was
1: bringing Tookie in to be like a part owner of the bar. Right, right, right. I did not care care about
4: any of that. None of it at all. I don't actually like that character. I don't like that character. I don't know why. I find him grating. Uh, I don't don't care about him one
0: way or the other, but I'm literally, if we're not doing the case that Dex is on, I'm asleep.
4: Here's here's what I'll say about that. I I kind of sort of agree with you, but I'm just giving them a chance to write out the stories for everybody else. I mean, I, I, of course, uh, I'm surprised. I've surprised myself actually, uh, or I don't know. I guess the show is surprised to me. Um, I, I, I was not super sold on the show, but willing to give it a chance and it became more and more solid. And then, um, and now I genuinely really like the show, uh, you know, Dax's character. I like the way she's playing it. And, you know, it's 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 kind of unusual for a woman, you know, and I like that. It's it just seems yeah, very gender. Yeah, I think gender- she's awesome. well. Yeah. I yeah. like that. You know what I, I mean? She's too. not particularly, you know, girly or, you know, I'm, I'm so surprised that she hasn't done a honeypot, you know, kind of a thing, which is great. I don't need her using to see her use her feminine wiles to, like, get the answer. <laughs> well, those, I like, I, I like the fact
0: that she's thrown off when people, like, hit on her really hard. She's like, hey, what's happening? Yeah.
4: <laughs> no i know her, her awkwardness and all of that it's just not super like a a trope or you know something you know just a fallback so i like all of that i also like the direction that i like that she's separate they separated her from uh you know Awkward. the two guys it's not like a love triangle anymore some great, some um, it's like a Hopkins. no triangle i'm sorry right. what
2: from gray um, they separated her from gray and from Hoff, from miles. Yeah,
4: like I don't I love I love the actor, the Hoffman actor and who doesn't want to look at his eyes for, you know, 24/7. But sure. He, sure. I don't really Charity. find that they have that much chemistry. And so I was okay with them, you know, not kind of, you know, just putting pause on that. And in fact, this particular episode I know you like to talk about actual episodes. So, this episode, I even liked the twist. I liked that, you know, we thought that the the guy was gonna be the, the you know the one that had the big secret and right. they played was, you know the yeah, Harry the, the, And the, I then
1: honestly the, saw that coming from like a mile away but still I I, I liked it anyway. It was it was yeah fun was, to watch. I thought
2: it was well executed.
4: Yeah. I thought yeah, it was yeah. well executed. No one's saying it was original. I mean, it was, you know, it was just one twist. But but yeah. I thought they did it well. And more importantly, I love the heat between her and that tattoo artist. They need to bring him back. I mean. Yeah. And they but I liked it. I, I, and I appreciated open, you know? that they realized that uh, right after
0: he breaks up with his fiance over his dead ex-wife is not
4: the time for them to have sex. So I appreciate that yes. they didn't do that of it i know that's what i mean it was very, it's just very respectful it doesn't fall into those the sex tropes the feminine wiles tropes the, all of that I, I i like i respect all these little uh aspects of the show and 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 i just want to finish by saying if the producers are listening um they need to bring that dude back because i thought they had excellent chemistry <laughs> about- no, for real for real no, I, I really was- I think they said
0: they set it up for him to come back so i think we're fine it was the lead did on that. NBC's the I Night the feeling was- that they did-
1: yeah,
0: yeah. All right. But, uh, you know,
1: for me, nope. I I really enjoy the show, but I don't care at all about the the the, the is um, various things that she's working on. I don't care about the 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 plots. I don't care about the stories. What I like are the interactions between the characters because I think they all have great chemistry with each other, in in one way or another. And that's what I tune in for is the characters on the show, not not whatever you know. Thing she's working on, because I don't care. It changes from week to week, and it, it doesn't really have any
0: lasting impact. But it the characters but I like spending late, time with Dex, and when Dex is not on my screen, I get irritable.
2: It's an ensemble cast, whatever. Yeah, it is no, I don't.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I she's never like one on the call
2: it. sheet. right? Like, gotta, I'm just saying, I don't
0: need time with finding out who's going to be the chef at Bad Alibi and why not, and blah, whatever. Shoot me. Like, don't care about any of that. Um, I do there care was about, a... I, I do care about Dex and her brother's relationship and he moved out and how that makes her feel like that. I care about, but all the other stuff, ugh,
2: whatever. There was a great line, I think in, uh, two episodes ago where the the two guys and Dex are there, and she's just laughing, and they're like, "What's so funny?" It's like I was just thinking,
0: both of you've been in the <laughs> yes, they're penis <laughs> brothers, yeah, or cousins. Yes,
4: yeah. That was crazy. That, yeah. If I had water in my mouth, I would have done a spit take. That was crazy.
2: <laughs> and I think it's kind of refreshing that they have committed to her being bisexual. Yeah,
4: yeah, we, yeah. You know,
2: I love it. We have and a it's okay. So of either gender on on an episode, she might connect with them.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Um, right. Just a little fun fact. I showed my, uh, my, my episodic drama writing class last week, my JAG episode, Tiger, Tiger, from way back when. And Troy and Belisario, as an 11-year-old, was the, one of the guest stars in it. And now she is all grown up. <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know who that is.
2: Troyan Belisario was one of the leads of Pretty Little Liars, and she was the fiancé who, exited, who uh, had murdered the... Uh, oh,
0: thank you. I still have I didn't recognize her at all. But good side note. Uh let's move on. <laughs> Next up we're gonna talk about Brooklyn nine nine. And uh that show came back under the radar. I didn't realize it was back. Um and and it's good because I miss you know, I don't have the good place, at least I have this. And, I mean it's nowhere near as good as the good place, but it still makes me laugh. So for a comedy, that's, that's accomplishing something. And the biggest thing since the show has been back is that uh, the captain has been demoted to a just a street officer for one year as punishment for something. Did that, that happen off screen? No, it happened. Did that the, happen it, it off ha- screen? It happened in the, the finale of last season. In the finale of last uh, season, okay. he, he found out that was going to be a thing. And everybody's like, oh, my God, what yeah. are we going to do? And that's how they ended the, end the season. And then this season, now we get to see him as a patrol officer and it's hilarious. It's so good. I mean, who I like the fact that they were like, Well, Holt has always been the captain. What if we flip that and now everybody outranks him? Uh, and it's fantastic. It's <laughs> he kept calling him Daddy for like half the episode. It was great. Um
4: yeah, go ahead. I don't I I I I'm gonna- I'm going to take a little bit of an exception to that. I, I love the twist, and you know the show's been on for so many seasons now, and there's only so much you can do with that character, you know, of being the daddy figure. Um, so I do. I agree with you. I think that's great, and it's a comic mine gold mine, and they can mine that for a long time. Um, but I don't. I don't know. I feel like. I the, look, I love I still love the show. I love the characters. I feel like the writing's just a teeny tiny bit lazy, like his daddy. I, I take the opposite uh, stand with the, the daddy jokes and stuff. It, to me, it used to be funnier when it was like a little bit more subtle, but he's just like daddy, 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 like in front of everybody. And I don't I don't know. I feel like the jokes are a little too easy for them at this point, And that's you know just a few episodes i mean obviously you know they've got the rest of the season to kind of win me over but I, I don't think the show is as like subversively funny or like casually funny as it used to be i think it's since it moved to nbc i feel like it's slightly more slapsticky and very kind of even with the language of the the the, the dialogue is just a little more in your face it's it kind of reminds me of will and grace where like every line is like a set of- next line you know I don't I mean? like, like yeah, no
0: you know, i don't like will and grace that's a
4: bad analogy no i'm not saying i'm not saying it reminds me of the show in any other way except that to me the dialogue seems like less like random and organic you know it's like you know who's the character that left you know his friend um you know the the uh, yeah, assistant I
0: know, yeah i know you're talking about
4: but right she gina gina she was so fantastic because her asides her like weirdness well, oh, her like just speaking of what i really liked is when he uh boyle got that jacket and he thought it was magical and
0: it gave him confidence oh. no it, it was, was,
4: like a was, it like a was
0: but what was cool is we've never seen boyle like this before i've never seen we've I, never seen he, that side of him
4: and i thought that was interesting i, I, I Sure. But like I said, I I still like the show, but to me, the setups and the jokes are very like more, you know, sketch comedy. And that was the thing I liked about it was that it was it was more like The Office where it was just more situational and and kind of weird. And the jokes came out of left field. Now I can see all the setups. So whatever. The show is funny. I like that they change things up a little bit. I'm hoping that they and it seemed like they tried to put more character, you know, more stories around the other characters, not just Jake and um the captain so i mean i'm glad it's back and i'm i'm happy you know and it's funny but I, I don't know i feel like it definitely has changed since it's gone to nbc oh boo all
0: right uh let's move on uh next up we're gonna talk about the magicians and i thought there was only one episode because i don't have cable so i don't know these things
3: i don't have cable either and i knew there were two how did you know there were two? YouTube TV it just popped up and said it was a two hour. Well, I don't episode. have
0: YouTube TV, man. I don't have anything like that. You have that's you don't have cable, but you have the assembly of you have streaming cable. So I didn't. Have you that. should
4: download a television app. I have a television app that like literally is like a TV guide that like monitors every show that I watch and that I like, and then it like gives me notifications. It's kind of awesome. We'll talk about it later. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so I watched one episode of The Magicians, which I thought was really good. And I don't know. Every, the only problem I have is everyone knew that Elliot was having problems. He was, you know, dozing, he wasn't dozing off because the whole thing about nobody could sleep for five days. I knew that was going to be insane. But obviously something was wrong with Elliot and everyone could see something was wrong with Elliot. You have six or seven people who haven't slept and you need three people for this. If everyone knows there's something wrong with Elliot, why would you put, include him in, the, in you know, the three people that you need? You absolutely need to be 100% for this. That's stupid. Right. Sorry. It would be different if nobody saw the red flags, but everybody saw the red flags. So that was my main issue with that episode. But other than that, I liked where the, the episode was going. Though I don't remember the character, the blonde chick that shows up at the end. Am I supposed to remember her? Who's she from? She
2: was one of the hedge witches. Yeah.
0: From when? Yeah. From how far uh, back?
2: Earlier?
1: She was <laughs> it's it's mostly, she was mostly from in season one. She was the, the right. um evil head witch hedge witch who um oh. had the group. She she was the one who was the head of the group of She
0: looks witches. very different. Is she different they, looking? She did
1: her makeup very differently. I and didn't I didn't haircut. recognize her at first either. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, they say her name, and I'm like, oh, you're supposed to be somebody I recognize, and I don't. It's Marina, right? Yeah,
1: no, Marina, yeah. It took me a moment because they really – they did her hair and makeup so completely differently. It's like, uh-huh. wait a minute. Oh, that's you. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just – that that was weird because I couldn't really figure out who she was. I do really like the librarian chick. She makes uh-huh. me laugh a lot because she's just like – She's like, I'll just be here in the library just reorganizing all your shelves because she doesn't have a library anymore. Um, and they're like, nope, we're going to go outside. She's like, oh, I prefer not to. <laughs> like, I love her. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts? Come on. Other people speak.
3: Oh, my um, gosh. I mean, there was so much. I mean, um, well, first of all, I thought it was fantastic that they broke the moon. That <laughs> was. Uh, that
0: was-
3: <laughs> so we're going into like, episode two now, right?
0: Yeah, I guess that's the end of episode one. Is when they broke the moon. I was like,
3: "Wow!" <laughs> yeah. I loved. Um, oh, go ahead, Greg. Oh, no, no, that was a uh, yeah. That um, and and actually, I thought the I thought the effects were really good. I mean, the way they kind of I don't know. I was just really impressed. Like they're, you know, the the moon rock kind of disappears, and then you know we think everything is over, and then all of a sudden, like you just see like like stuff coming out of the middle of the, like a crack and then stuff is like coming out of the middle of the moon i just thought they did a really good job on that
0: now can we talk about the second part go of ahead. this or... i'm yes. just the lame duck who missed it but pl- please don't go into too many details just give your opinions on what you thought I, I love the way
2: that they you know what's interesting is when groundhog bay came out there were very few media films or tv shows that had used that premise before I mean, there was mm-hmm. a Star Trek Next Generation episode. That literally, you could... Do, Entertainment Weekly did a story about all of them, and there were, like, five total. Now there are a lot more, because that's become a trope that everybody does. But I loved how they played with the trope, and it was fun. <laughs> just in terms of, how far do we go? Oh, and then we reset. <laughs> so, and for me, you can't go wrong focusing on Elliot and Margot, because I yeah. love them both. Yeah, Margo yeah. is just... Margo is my spirit animal.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I forgot to mention. I just I really- love together. And I, what I really love, too, you know, the, the you were talking about the special effects. When when the pieces hit the earth, which becomes their reset point every time. At first, it's absolutely ghastly to look at because it's it's beautifully done. But then as they keep repeating it, it just gets funnier and funnier yeah. and funnier. <laughs> and, I mean, we're watching the destruction of the earth, but it's hilarious. And and it's just, it's just the 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 constant reuse of it just makes it funny, but I love the interaction between Elliot and Margot, and then of course that moment where Elliot realizes he can't rely on her anymore is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. You, know, it's, it's, you know, the you feel his loneliness. It's it's really terrible. But their resolution for the thing I thought was brilliant. Uh, Because I kept thinking, okay, well, they've tried everything now. They've gone back and done this, that, the other thing. How are they going to work their way out of this? And then they give you, you know, what the solution is. And it's like, yes, of course, okay. Um, And another reason why we need to show more respect for the whales.
3: (laughs) Well, and I like the fact that they finally resolved, uh, don't listen, Olivia, the uh, thing with, uh, uh, with Elliot. And that we actually know where all of his visions and things were coming from. And then that just turned out to be hilarious because he's like, he's like, well, why the heck were you like writing in like, like red? He's like, oh, it's, it's, it's red. It's bright and cheerful because it's like the clowns. And he's like, well, why were you whispering? And he goes, I didn't want to disturb you. And uh, (laughs) it was, it was, (laughs) it was just hilarious because all of it was set up to be very menacing and to be the, uh, you know, the, uh, uh what did we just, uh, yeah, what did we call that that uh god thing that was? It was just of? the
1: monster. They just called it the monster.
3: The monster, right. Uh so that was uh I, I really enjoyed that. Um and uh uh I, I love the part where the wheels were like, this conversation is is taking too long. Uh we we got we gotta go deal with our stuff. Bye. And they just like uh turned off the conversation. <laughs>
0: Alright, uh, any other thoughts before we move on? i taking this, everybody saying thumbs up.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Alright, next up we're going to talk about Star Trek Picard, and this is the first episode where Picard gets to run around in his spaceship, but what I like is that it's not exactly his spaceship, so he doesn't exactly <laughs> give orders, and he keeps forgetting. Um, but also it showed the whole level of his arrogance, and I loved it, and it was like, I like what they're kind of doing with this, which is he's used to being important so mm-hmm. it's like that he they get to the planet and he was like well did you tell him it's me and they're like yeah that's the first thing we tried we still can't get in and he's like oh okay well people are mad at him because of what happened well, yeah they but blink. also people are mad at him but he doesn't have the clout that he's used to he's used to having his name open doors and it's like nope mm-hmm. they're like do you have a bribe and he's like, okay, but I did really like the flashback to show uh, what he was like trying to help the Romulan people, and I understand why it makes you understand why the Romulans are loyal to him and why the Romulans are angry with him. Like you get mm-hmm. both sides of it with this flashback. So I thought that this was one of the best episodes so far for me.
2: Um, I love the I love the fact that this whole notion of Romulan warrior nuns. <laughs>
0: Yes,
2: that's fantastic. Yes. That and is fantastic. That they, and the and the fact that they subscribe to this pop policy of absolute candor, and I think sometimes we forget, Romulans are generally without honor. That's the Klingons that have honor. Right. Romulans are the ones who are always deceptive, who will never tell you the truth. And you have this whole, you know, this whole uh, <laughs> convent basically filled with women and this child who will say exactly what they're thinking and tell you.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I I like that kid that uh, now that he's... I, he was super adorable as a child. Uh, but I like that now as an adult, he's got all this anger at Picard, just to, and, and, as a child would. Like, it totally makes sense that he feels like Picard abandoned him. Because mm-hmm. um, yes. even if he... Yeah, really. yeah, and even if he intellectually understands what happened... There's nothing stopping Picard from making a phone call and calling them to see if they're okay. Uh, even if you he know, didn't I, I, have the power, if he didn't have ahead. a spaceship, he didn't have whatever, he still could have made a phone call.
3: Yeah, but if they're monks, do they really I, have if they're nuns, I'm sorry, do they really have a phone?
4: I think they might. <laughs> <could've laughs> he could
0: have mail like he, it. He
4: could have like done something. He could have done something. Like, you and know, you know, He chose He could have sent a
0: scroll yeah <laughs> but I mean, I feel like also uh what's her name the first off- the old first officer uh i forgot her name uh
1: Raffy.
0: Raffy. yeah, she said Raffy. the same thing that after he, he became he cut bait and he cut off ties with
4: everyone, he didn't uh, call I, anyone. So well, I, I feel like they could have explained that just a little bit more. Like for us to just give like, you know, he fell into a deep depression or he like something, something. Like well, I, I mean, I guess. Supposed we're supposed to, to assume in, that infer that well, you know, no, that's I the first
2: I don't... batch of episodes are about. The fact that No, no,
4: I no, I know, but I mean, like, in that moment, he I feel like he didn't defend himself, is what I'm saying, narratively. I mean, dialogue wise. We know it, but the characters don't know it. He I really like watch was watching the screen, go, tell him, tell him that you've been isolating. Yourself and you're in a deep bunk. (laughs) Why aren't you defending yourself? Like, I just. I, I, we knew, we saw the two episodes worth of exposition, but I, I wanted him to, I don't know, it just didn't seem natural to me that he wouldn't defend himself well, at also, all. Also, but because it's, Picard is
0: so private, he would never say yeah, something like that.
4: Fine, fine, I don't know, I was just defensive for him, I was very protective, and I was like, what? Come on, defend yourself, so I don't know. Well, I'm I I if- Also, that, you know, with all the time that we've spent
1: on setup for this thing, because they did do a lot of yeah. setup time yeah. um, what we did not get was sufficient setup time between the relationship between him and Rafi and what happened after he he you know got himself fired or walked out of, of the Federation and I I really you know of Starfleet and I really it, it feel that it it had an effect on on the character of Rafi herself right because okay. it didn't seem like there was enough impetus for her to suddenly get pissed off at him and walk away. She lost yeah. her job as a result of it. That that doesn't mean getting pissed off at him. He didn't fire her. Um, yeah. And and all of that just seemed really just forced and done
0: she too not, quickly. She, she said, she said that not only did she get fired, but he cut her off. So she couldn't talk to him. About how she well, felt and what was going on. But he yet. They were sitting there talking to each no, other no, no, and she but got after, a message. No, but she's fired he, and
1: she walked away pissed. Right. She oh, you saying she was already. Away.
0: You're saying she's already. But she, in the conversation she they have later. But the conversation yeah, they have later. It makes
1: sense that she'd be, she'd be angry. But she walked away angry from the beginning. And, and it would be, you know, you could look at that and say, okay, well, he didn't contact her because she walked away pissed and didn't want to have anything to do with him for the and that's what I'm saying there's problems with the writing I, I, I think it affected the character of Rafi I'm, I'm still not understanding her character and not uh, I, I don't like her character uh, actually I, 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 I don't agree with the character of the captain either. the captain just seems like a knockoff Han, Han Solo to me oh um, yeah, holoca- wait, can I yeah, say and something and the characters are irritating Cause um, I, but yeah, I, go ahead. You know, you there's a you, lot you of s- things I like about yeah. the show, but those things I do not care
4: for. You said go ahead. I, I, um, I wasn't here for the first round of, of Picard Talks. So, um, and I, I was in, like, the very first episode, so I don't know what you guys said or didn't say. Um, But I will say this, uh, to jump off the Han Solo business, I like that actor. I've I've watched him in two other things that he he was in, and I've enjoyed him in both. He was in Merlin, he played Lancelot, and then he played somebody in something else that I watched. Um, So, and he's sexy, and he's a rogue, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it is really off-putting, him doing the whole, you know... um, was that show where she played yeah the different holograms like uh, the irish accent a british one. like it's not even just like he's playing different characters it's so it's like an acting resume reel. i'm like what is going on it's like an acting exercise that's really what it's so distracting and he's sexy and i'll take him every way i can get him but not in the same show i
1: don't need (laughs) (laughs)
4: versions of it And also, Talk. you
1: know, the thing is, it doesn't even make any sense. I understand the need for a medical hologram. I sure. don't understand the need for a hologram for every single function in the ship. And they're different. Well, why are they
0: different? I was confused. Yeah, I didn't realize that they it's... were different at first. And then I was like, wait, did he decide to lose the accent? And I was like, wait, why is he really Spanish right yeah. now? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so, so that, I think, here. is a mistake. I think it's if you're going to have a hologram version of him, just have one. Yeah. 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 No,
4: it was weird. And I I really I have to wonder, like, what they thought they were going to get from that. I mean, he's a solid actor, but it's not like he's amazing. You know what I mean? So, like, I really don't need to see his acting real. And like, for me, I I enjoy the show a lot just for the the same reasons I enjoyed Discovery. I mean, all the same things I enjoy. The look of the show is great. The pacing is great. I mean, yes, the first two episodes are slow. And I will say this. I'll agree with Allison it was weird because they took so long in those first two episodes and they could have spent some of that exposition time with some of the, with her, because he's going to be spending yeah. all this time on the ship with her. And I also don't particularly like her. And I also don't know enough about her. And there were plenty of, t- there was plenty of time in two episodes to delve into that even more. You know what I mean? So.
1: Yes.
4: Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was I really know, do, hold, like, hold on
0: guys. I want, I want to, yeah. I want to wrap up because uh, Greg hasn't really gotten a chance to speak. Greg, go okay. ahead. I go haven't ahead. said anything. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm well. Go ahead. No. Um.
2: um uh, his, uh Santiago Cabrera's natural accent is British-based. So. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I I am not. I don't care one way or another about the holograms and the accents and whatnot. What's interesting is I've been watching all the episodes of the Ready Room and the interview with Michelle Heard. There is backstory that the writers and the actors know about that. Some of much of which has not made it into the show yet, which they probably should have done a better job parsing it out in the actual episodes. But she mm-hmm. does have a reason why she has why she feels that Picard's uh, departure was such a betrayal. So, okay. uh, and perhaps she and Elnar will compare notes and hook up. I don't know. Well, they needed
4: to leave breadcrumbs. They well, really wait, needed to
0: leave wait, some breadcrumbs. Yeah. I want uh, Greg, your turn.
3: Oh, um, well, all in all, I'm just going to have an overall uh, uh, comment on what we kind of discussed. I mean, overall, I am enjoying uh, Picard as a series. Um, I think that they are, because it is serialized, they're taking their own sweet time. Um, I hope we finally have by the end of this episode. I hope we ha- finally have everyone who's supposed to be on the ship now.
1: <laughs> so at
3: the end of it, we finally get seven of nine. Do we have everyone, or are we that's adding more? Hilarious. No. <laughs>
1: are we there yet? Are we there yet? Hilarious. Are
0: we there yet? You just want the crew it's to finally me. be assembled, is what you're saying?
3: Yes, but you know, like the stuff that's going on with the the two Romulans on the Borg reclamation vessel uh. is just thing um you know the the what you're that calling
4: weird incest vibe
3: yeah, yeah. The, the cersei jamie thing that they're trying to oh, do God, please.
4: Uh, oh. you
3: know, just but okay but i've said this is my this is my biggest problem and they and they did this with discovery you know, and i just got to say this out loud but it's like romulans are supposed to have green blood vulcans are supposed to have green blood when you have the actor who's playing the main Romulan on the Borg reclamation vessel, sit up from bed, and his entire chest is glowing red from being <laughs> flushed. Uh, it kind of takes me out of the story. They did the same thing in Discovery with the actor who plays Sarek. Sarek was in sickbay in one of the scenes, and, like, his ears are red, and his face is all flushed with red and everything, and I'm like, you're not trying hard enough, okay? Okay, I will should, say that in the original series they used green. to put
0: they used to put Litter Nimoy in green makeup so that that didn't happen.
3: Yes, yeah, and they're not doing it that. Although they team. did have the Romulans' head being chopped off, and now their blood is like some fluorescent greenish-looking thing. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's <all> <laughs> so it's green. Off.
1: You're right. Okay. Yay.
3: Yeah, but right. um, the thing is,
1: no. when you can do it digitally, it doesn't make sense that they're not giving them that kind of tinting. If you're gonna go with
0: that as the idea but okay we need to move on guys we've been on this too long we need to move on uh so overall are we still saying thumbs up yes oh yes, yes. okay sure. All right. sure. next up we're going to talk about legacies and this is episode 213 uh was this the one called kai screwed us or is this the other one the next one
4: no, it's the one after that. It's the one where the world dematerializes and um, oh, the prison, world. The, prison world. the world goes away. Half. It's sort yeah. of like a two part. Right, sort right, of like right. Two parter. Right.
0: Pies out and they're still stuck. Right. So, what would you guys think? I saw this episode like months ago, so it's kind of vague to me. So, what did you guys think?
1: Well, I I really enjoyed the episode. Um, I I. You know, I'm I'm very invested in the characters that were there. Although I kind of wondered, as long as they needed like an anchor for somebody to be sacrificed at the end of it, why didn't they just go with werewolf guy who right. betrayed everybody?
0: And it's like, use him.
1: Like, I, as I was watching himself. it.
0: I thought the same thing. But continue
1: yeah but um, so you know it's I guess so far it looks like we're we're we've lost Sebastian, although we didn't we never saw a body, so if they want to revive him, they still can because there is an out. They made sure that he knew there was one before you know the end. so there's that. um, I do think it's interesting that and i, I was not surprised at all, but I did like how they they finally showed um uh oh God, is it I get them mixed up, which one is the dark haired twin? uh josie josie um when she she wakes up in the middle of the night and the the darkness starts taking her over once again it's like i thought that was way too easy for that to disappear completely when they made it back um so you know i'm I'm looking forward to seeing how that's going to play into the story uh and i also really liked um finding out that a phoenix can do more than just you know, get killed and come back a lot i
4: mean other, I, figured other he was be, I figured he was going to have to at some point light on fire you know what i mean like it just seemed ridiculous that that was like his yes, only and fly, I think
1: it's just... and fly at the same time yeah so and i yeah, have to no, say I... that the wings were very impressive that was beautifully done know,
4: yeah. Yeah, I thought that too. I thought it was gonna be cheesy, but it was it was great. I, I it was it kind it was cinematic, you know what I mean? I really did think it was gonna be cheesy when he kinda of, with the shot was a long shot and he kinda of comes towards you and I thought, oh God, what's this gonna look like? Um so I you know, I will say this too, Allison. I am really enjoying the show. I continue to like it more and more and I am very invested in the characters. This isn't a diss, but like uh, you know, I don't like it as much as the originals, but um, it, it's kind of a little hard for me, too, because they are so young, you know, and with the originals, you know, that, you know, I could, you know, be like, that one's hot and this relationship is, you know, sexy and this is this. And I'm like, Meh, these are kids. So for me, <laughs> there's an aspect of the originals that was like, you know, sexy. Um, and, but that doesn't matter. I mean, this is a different show. But what I'm saying is, I, I like it on that level of the twists and turns and the investment in character. I think they they found a really good rhythm with the evil and the the thread and stuff. I mean the 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 necromancer or a necromancer, and he's like I love oh,
1: necromancer,
4: him. I love oh, necromancer. Love him. He's hilarious, and it it's That's a hard best. thing to do to be like the heavy but be like kind of ridiculous you know what I mean and funny you know it's um and I love the conceit that he's just kind of not respected he's like the Rodney Dangerfield of you know the The, the villains he's like but I'm powerful I swear you know and this is my name Mr. Necromancer you know Mr. Necromancer Necromancer Johnny Necromancer So yeah, so it, it does a nice job of the humor and the, the you know the monster and the drama through the kids and stuff. I will I will just finish by saying that um, uh, some of the things though I like I don't know the whole the eyes turning black kind of thing. I thought that was an easy kind of you know horror movie ending and that, that wasn't particularly <laughs> interesting. But, you know, I kind of was like well, we all saw that coming. But I will say this last thing because oh, yeah, you guys mentioned it. It'll me. be interesting down the line is sure, my No, 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 of course. It had to be though. It, when, when she stopped being bad, I thought, wait, that's it. Two episodes. This is, they broke this, you know, <laughs> yeah. this thing you know what I mean? And I thought that this is, that was a terrible, you know, that was two episodes long. However, I will say this. I liked that Sebastian was the choice. I really thought that um, it gave it more poignancy and it kind of gave Lizzie that kind of, you know, her little journey and closure and how, she, you know, their relationship is very funny. And, you know, and in the, in the middle of the episode, she said something like, um... I think we need to start seeing other people, or whatever, or you know, whatever it was, and and then it brought it back to this. And he was redeemed and stuff. So that way, if and when, wink, wink, I'm sure they're going to bring him back at some point. he comes back. He's been he's been redeemed. You know what I mean? And so they've reinvented his character for him. I was about to say he gave her that that uh, blood because he
0: was like, I have to turn you into a vampire against your will. I feel like that's kind of you don't kind of come back from that.
4: No, I feel like you can't listen. People have come back from worse, you know, things they've done to people, you know, on shows. They really have. I mean, General Hospital in the 80s. I Oh, yeah. That's I, uh, don't go into that. Yeah. yeah. That, that doesn't no. count. No. That was no. a bad time in
1: television. Yeah. That does not count. That was
4: horrible. But, but my point is, my point is that if they did want to bring him back, they set it up. And I, I was surprised at how. Uh, how much I I liked that. I thought it was poignant, and I don't particularly like his character. So I, I thought, I was oh, like, that was good nice. riddance. No, I liked it. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm okay with him being gone. But I thought they did a nice job of getting rid of him. So, okay, and finally. That's
1: true. yes. Yeah. The yeah. thing that's is, it. I think that yeah. they left too much open about his character. They brought up the whole yeah. thing with him being yeah. a vicious pirate and all of that. Yeah. And I think one of these days they're going to go back and resolve all of that. And, you know, tell us what So, yeah, I, I do expect to see him again. What I feel bad about seeing about seeing the end of is the character of Kai. Oh, um, yes, I, choppy chops Yeah, I, chop. I, I liked him. I have to assume he was in Vampire Diaries. Correct. Um, is he's that the, what He's, he's, okay, so I he's the twin. That. I he is the, the, the twin. twin.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me break it up. He's the twin's uncle, and he killed their mother.
1: Got that. So I figured that's why I figured he had to have been from, from the original show. And I've never seen him before, but he's he just impressed me so much. He was so much fun as a villain and yep. just fun as an actor. I mean, he's he's really enjoyable to watch. And I, I was sad that he got he got his head cut well, off. Well, so he
0: was a villain oh. on Vampire Diaries for two seasons, so if you want to uh-huh. see him, go back and watch that.
1: <laughs> it's, the, it's the end of him here, but but yeah, he's he was terrific. I
0: liked him a lot. All right, any other comments before we move on? All right, next. great show. I think people need to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we're going to talk about Tommy. And I just watched the first episode of that because Tom literally texted me last night like, watch Tommy! He didn't say it in that high voice, that was me. Um, (laughs) And so uh, I watched it this morning and it was weird because it was very much like the deputy pilot. It was very strange. It was the same dealing with ice and... The, 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 the new police chief has to learn their new duties and they have security detail and they've got to do all this stuff and they got to do with politics. I will say that Tommy does it in a more sophisticated manner. Like the stuff on, on deputy is very simple. There's nothing complex about it at all. And at least on this show, it's a little more complex and we're actually, the mayor is a real person and a character. Um, and you don't know who to trust I mean, they have the same issue over on the other show, but it's so strange that both of these shows came out at the same time. Like, it's very weird. Um, but I think this one's probably a better version of that show. Uh, since you the one who asked me to watch it, Tom, what did you think?
2: Now, Edie Falco is amazing.
0: Uh, the
2: show's not amazing yet, but Edie Falco is. So hopefully the writing will continue to improve. Uh, Tom Sadowski as the mayor is pretty good, and, uh, By the end of episode two, we have reasons to believe that he is into some bad stuff.
0: Yeah, I figured that already.
2: But, um,
0: you
2: you know, I really like Edie Falco. Uh, Ever since Sopranos, and then her arc on 30 Rock, and then there was Nurse Jackie, she moves effortlessly between drama and comedy and back. But um, I like a lot of the supporting cast. For me, the, the weakest link is the daughter, because
0: I, I like she, the idea she, of her daughter. Her the I actor the the who daughter, is the playing her just daughter. Not really yeah. Good. Yeah. The she's, just she's, not... she's okay when it's just like big. Like I hate you, mom. Like that's fine. But then she has yeah, this, like yeah. this breakdown where she's crying about the end of her marriage and blah blah blah. And I was like, wait a minute. What what's going on here? What, what what's happening? So it's yeah. like the actor can't quite. She doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Um. And I was like, "You should uh, ask Eddie how to act that scene a little better." She's, <laughs> she's sitting right there, and she's got a couple of Emmys. <laughs> I feel yeah, like so she should have gave I'll, her some I'll, notes, but whatever.
2: I'll, I'll keep watching, but um, there, there's some interesting plot twists. The second episode had a really had a had a pretty interesting. Uh, well, it was I, an interesting case. Yeah,
0: I, I saw the beginning of it. I watched the first ten minutes of the next one. And yeah, it, 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 it looks like it's going in an interesting place, especially the bit where they find out that that guy that got arrested in the first episode for sex trafficking is going to mm-hmm. make a plea deal and the mayor's nervous. And I was like, "Uh oh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you want me to tell you what happens? By <laughs> no, the end of the
0: episode? no. OK, that's OK. I'm literally going to watch it. <laughs> OK, so I won't, I won't spoil it.
2: But yeah, it, it's worth checking out. It's not revolutionary, but I'm hoping it gets better. It's uh, taking over Evil's time slot, and We Don't Evil will be back this fall. I don't know how the ratings for Tommy have been, and they didn't let me promote it well. So
0: Yeah, I, I literally didn't remember that it was on. So, But thank you for reminding me. All right, let's move. We're giving it, I guess, a thumbs-up-ish. Um, yeah, thumbs-up-ish. Next up, we're going to talk about Lock and Key, and we're slow so rolling good. this show, so we're only going to talk about episode three and four. Um, well, we might have to fast track it because Altered Carbon comes next week. So maybe we finish it up Ooh. next time. Um, uh, but yeah, these, what I really like is how, like almost every episode they find a different key and a different key does uh-huh. something totally different because they now have the, the mind key, the head key. What are they? I think they're calling it the mind, mind key. key. And the mind key has a couple of different functions. Cause at first you're like, Oh, you can go inside somebody's head and see their memories. That's pretty cool. But what I like is that the older brother was like, well, what if I take a book and throw it in there? And he's like, oh, I know all this information. I was like, oh, that's useful. Um, so I like how the keys, you think it has one function, but if you have enough imagination, you can figure out multiple functions. And then also they find the, uh, what is it? The, not the death key. What is it? What's the key that makes you turn to a ghost?
2: Oh, they didn't name it yet.
0: Oh. Okay, it's got the skull in it.
2: That was, that was wild, though, because uh, Brody got to interact, or Bodie got to interact with his great-great-great-grandfather.
0: Right, that was pretty cool. Because uh, they were like, my dad died. And he's like, is he here? And she's like, He was like, did he die on the property? And he's like, no. And he's like, well, then he's not here. <laughs> I was like, okay, those are the rules. Got it. Um, so I do think it's really interesting because he talks about the fact that their dad used that key. He was like, yeah, him and his brother used to talk to me all yep. the time. And and what's also interesting is the younger brother has no memory of using the keys. Uncle He's, Duncan? Yeah, Uncle Duncan has, like, he has a big gaping hole in his memories. And it freaks him out. He knows that they are there. He doesn't know why. And it makes him hate being around the place. But I'm wondering if someone can use the mind key to dump out their memories.
2: Possibly. I thought it was interesting when um, that uh, – what's the daughter's name?
0: I don't remember.
2: What? The fact that her mind looks like a like a mall, a, a, a mall straight out of Maurice Escher.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also but, think it's, uh, she's stupid to you – know, she, she knows this boy for five minutes and shows her – not only does she show, tell him about the keys, but she's like, here, come into my mind. I was like, what? That's like – they haven't even been on a date yet. And you bring this well, dude thing- into your mind?
2: Remember, she got rid of her. She 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 locked up her. Oh, fear. her
0: fear. That's true. So,
2: I mean, the fact that um, uh, the older brother told her that might not be a good thing.
0: Yeah, you have fear for a reason.
2: You have fe- you have fear for a reason, but she she lost her. She has no inhibitions, so she's not acting completely rationally.
0: Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Uh, Greg, yeah. you have seen the whole season, right?
3: Uh, No, I tried to get through episode one last night, and I had a hard time.
0: Oh, I was talking to somebody else who finished it. Then, sorry, Uh, you didn't like episode one? It it was just it was
3: just I was trying to. It was long. (laughs) I was trying to to stay interested in it, but I was like, I don't care about these kids. Um, Okay, it's really sad that something happened to their dad. um, They need to speed this up.
0: It gets pretty good, man. once they start yeah, getting the it's... keys once they start getting the keys it start it takes off and once you get introduced to the villain, the villain is awesome yeah she is she is I... legit scary
2: i want well when she when she started that fire as well not even just kidnapping... the
0: fire. When she, when she goes up to that other kid who's got the fire key and she's like, hey, I want to show you something. And she opens up that door to the subway. She tosses the kid in front of a train. Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, she is legit scary. Evil. Uh, yeah, yeah. She is, she is really scary. And what I want to know is who the heck is she? Because she doesn't feel like she's from – first of all, how'd they trap her in the well? Like what's going? And why did the older woman think that one of her friends was down in the well? Like what's going on? What's mm-hmm. with the well?
2: Um, and is is the kid who killed their uh, the the elder the, the lock the father, dad? Is is that her brother?
0: I feel like that's some acolyte she managed to seduce.
2: Well, either I mean she said we could be a real family, so.
0: Uh, I yeah, don't know. I, mean, I didn't read it as like real family. I feel like she's really old. I think she's as old as the house. There's something about her that makes me think she's not, however old she looks.
2: Oh yeah. So
0: no, especially because yeah, the older kids all know her. Like they're all terrified of her.
2: And the fact that the um, the uh, the the neighbor the neighbor who went to high school with the dad knows far more than she Oh, taught. absolutely.
0: She was looking around that basement for a key. I know she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, I'm gonna keep watching. Let's try to finish it for the next podcast in time for, so that we can watch a couple altered alter carbon or maybe not. I mean, I don't know how many episodes are there.
2: There's 10 episodes.
0: Yeah. Okay. We may not finish it. <laughs> Let's at least watch two more. Let's do that. All right. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, send to campfire at gmail.com, Plus, on Twitter or on Facebook. Listen to us on goodpointradio.com, crypto radio, We novelists, and iTunes. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye.
2: Bye. 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 Bye.
1: Bye.